0: what's going on everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the healing suite for those of you who don't know me i am your soul therapist and i'm here to guide you on your journey of healing your heart and your mind and hopefully your spirit helping you to elevate and become a better and more healed version of yourself uh this week i was kind of juggling a bunch of different ideas things that i wanted to share with you guys and the one thing that kind of stuck out to me the most was the importance of emotional security and how it's important to have that within yourself and within your relationships with other people because having that emotional security really does go a long way and it sets the stage for your interactions and your relationships that you will have with people Um, it also sets the stage for how honest or how transparent you are with yourself, and in turn with other people. So let's go ahead and just dive right into this, um, and let's get started. Having emotional security can play out in different ways for everybody. You know, it all it all kind of boils down to what you actually need, what you actually need, and what you you know define as emotional security. So it varies on a person to person basis. Um, using myself as an example, uh, my version of, uh, emotional security comes in the form of feeling safe to be authentic, whether I'm having a good day, a bad day, I'm an emotional wreck, having a panic attack, whatever, feeling secure, um, with the people that I'm around. Um, that things won't change because I choose to express myself and that's not to say that oh when you say something that no one's going to react because people are entitled to their responses to your you know to your reactions or to your actions um just like you're entitled to your response to somebody else's words or actions so you know we when we're in relation with people You know, our words and our actions, they affect one another. So we're going to bounce off of each other. Every action has a reaction and, you know, and so on. Um, So it's not to say that, oh, when I say or do something, I'm expecting the people around me to have no reaction or to have no response because that's unrealistic and that's also unhealthy. And in those moments, you're not even being authentic. You're not being honest or genuine. You're being strategic. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But when I say that, you know, I, I look for, you know, the space to be authentic without it, you know, without any type of issue on the other end. I more so mean that I can be myself and it's respected um, and I feel secure even if the person doesn't agree. They're honest enough with me to allow me to be honest with them. You may not like something that I did, but you can come to me and tell me that in a way that it's, you know, respectful and depending on how I feel about the person or about the relationship, I'll, you know, apologize or make corrections to my behaviors or to my mindset, et cetera, to continue the health of the relationship and vice versa. So having that, uh, emotional security, having, having a safe space to, express how I feel or share thoughts, um, in a healthy way, in a, in a constructive way, um, is something that I value in my relationships with people, be it, uh, romantic, platonic, or familial, or, you know, business, whatever. Having that space to, you know, be myself in all aspects, and be respected or you know have my my thoughts or my feelings be you know accepted um, and not necessarily validated but that you know does help too. having that does help when you are in a space and I'll start with the mindset of like from childhood there are people who grew up in a household where they did not have emotional security um, so they were brought up in a space where They had to hide their emotions or they couldn't say what was on their mind or they couldn't stand up for themselves if somebody had done something to hurt them or violate their boundaries. Hell, they may not have even been in a space where they could establish healthy boundaries and protect themselves from things that they knew would be harmful. When you grow up in a space like that, um, where you don't have that, that security, that emotional security, a couple of things can happen you can either push back and, and force it. Um, but in that sense, it, it really does kind of boil down to the reactions of the other people that you're pushing against. So in this case, being, you know, like family or your parents, if you push and say, no, I, I don't want to be treated this way. I don't want to be talked to this way. I want my boundaries to be respected. I want you know, to be able to express myself without being called disrespectful or, you know, whatever, or being punished for speaking my mind or speaking my truth, your parents could push back or your caregivers can push back and it can turn into, unfortunately, a a case of abuse. They could accept and say, you know what, you're right, I'm sorry that we haven't been giving you the space to to feel to be to you know be genuine and honest with your engagements and they could change their behavior so those are some reactions in that sense um you could become ostracized from the family they're like well if you can't shape up and accept how things are done around here you can leave and I know a lot of POCs uh especially face things like that like oh you think you grown you smelling yourself you're this you're that you can go or you grown. There's no need to be here. There's only one adult. There's two adults in this house. If you if you don't like it, you can go. Um, or on the other side of that, you can learn to just hold everything in. So it's not safe for, for you to share your thoughts and your opinions and be genuine or engage in the things that you like or have certain hobbies and interests because the people in your household, the people who were designed to care for you, diminish those things about you. So you begin to withdraw and you hide aspects of yourself or you turn into a people pleaser and somewhat of a yes man um, as to not ruffle any feathers, as to not attract any attention or cause any drama. So you don't say anything. You might be upset. Someone may have done something to violate your boundaries and and hurt you mentally, physically, verbally. But instead of speaking your mind and saying, hey, this is unfair. I don't want to be treated this way or I didn't like this. This hurt my feelings. You become very passive or passive aggressive and you hold everything in and you just start bottling things up or as a result of holding things in or not being able to be honest and genuine you become dishonest and it can kind of double as holding things in so say somebody does something that upsets you instead of speaking it if they ask you hey what's wrong you shut down or you may become passive-aggressive or you'll say oh nothing's wrong I'm fine but that's not true and that can play out in a lot of different ways too it can play out in your actions towards that person like yeah I hold these things in and I remember but now I'm going to treat you differently because I don't feel safe enough to share how I feel with you, whether it's because the person's going to do something back or they're not going to handle you being honest with them well, and you don't want to upset that person. It's, it's, it's a multitude of reasons or reactions that you can get from being honest with a the person. There's also a multitude of responses and reactions that you can get from not being honest. Um, and in those moments, you're now playing a game of honesty versus strategy. Uh, And there's a very interesting video that I saw on YouTube um, kind of laying out what that means, you know, living in honesty or living in strategy. And I'll drop the link for that video uh, in the description for this episode. You guys can check that out in your spare time. Um, But to kind of sum it up, Uh, There are consequences for everything that we do in life. There are consequences for everything that we don't do in life. Um, There's consequences for being honest. Just like there's consequences for being strategic. Um, And so what I mean by being strategic is... You pick and choose when and how you may move or talk to a person. So... For an example, let's say that you're a child, you get in trouble at school because you didn't turn in an assignment and the reason that you didn't do the assignment is because there was a bunch of issues going on at home and you have to be the emotional caregiver for your parents because they're not mentally or emotionally mature enough to be that person for you. You may have a parent who abuses substances and you have to kind of be the responsible party in the house. You have to cook for yourself and your parent. You have to make sure that they, you know, bathe and you have to make sure that you bathe and all these different things. So you are forced to grow up very, very quickly. Uh, But you realize you don't have the emotional security that you need. So the reason you didn't do this assignment, you were playing babysitter to an adult the whole time the whole weekend that you could have been working on this assignment you were playing caregiver to your parent you're burnt out you're tired and instead of being honest with your teacher and saying I didn't do this assignment because I have to be responsible for my parent because if you do then it's going to bring about drama at home your parents now going to be like why are you telling people our business or it could bring about an investigation where now you're being separated from you know your family it's a bunch of consequences that come with telling the truth so instead of saying that you just say oh i forgot well there's consequences that come with that too so now the teacher is like well i can't excuse this i have to talk to your parent they contact your parent and you're still going to get in trouble at home for not doing the assignment there's still going to be a consequence But something that could have been resolved or something that could have led to maybe a better outcome for you in the long run in life, maybe you were supposed to get separated. Maybe this would have been a wake up call for your parents to get counseling, to, you know, go to rehab, stop abusing these substances that caused you to have to, you know, play babysitter to them. Or maybe they would have been a wake up call for them to see the error of their ways that, you know, they're not providing you with the things that they need to in order for you to be, you know, healthy, mentally, uh, you know, and successful in life, you're now taking a punishment that you really don't deserve. Granted, you still didn't do the assignment, but it's not because you forgot or not because you were being lazy, but you were putting your energy into something else that you felt mattered more than this one assignment. So with that, being honest versus being strategic, and that's a bit of an extreme example. There are some slighter examples that we face in our day-to-day lives um, that don't necessarily have as big of an impact or as big of a consequence. Um, But that was just kind of more of an extreme to give you a really strong gist of what it looks like to choose honesty versus strategy. When we live in a mindset like that, You're setting yourself up up for a very interesting play um, in the way that you navigate through your life and through your relationships with people. Um, Unfortunately, we have built up a society where more people choose being strategic than being honest. Um, And it's because we want to ensure our emotional safety. So many times we have... You know, neglected to tell somebody something, withheld information or, you know, danced around a subject or sugarcoated things because you don't want to upset someone with the truth. You may have still told them the truth, but it's such a watered down version. You didn't even really get to say what you mean. So in a way, you're still being strategic. You're trying to ensure that there are no negative consequences or responses from your truth that you need to share. And that is not something that you or anybody else can guarantee. So then it becomes a a question of, what would you prefer? Would you rather have genuine, healthy, you know, engagements with people and be honest? And you know, if that person sticks around or leaves because of your honesty, I mean, that's up to you to decide. Um, would you rather have an honest engagement with somebody or would you rather have people stick around and deal with you or and just tolerate you? You know, people can't really give you genuine feedback if you're not being genuine with them. Another way to phrase it, do you want people to honestly be want to be around you or do you essentially want to buy people's attention or, or buy people's tolerance of you? And not in the sense with money, but with false statements or strategic statements. You're not giving your all. You're not giving, you know, 100% of yourself to your relationships with people. You're just giving them bits and pieces or you're just showing them the parts of you that you think would look good. That's not really honest uh, and that's not really fair because you're not allowing people the space and the opportunity to respond to you into you know your thoughts and your opinions and things like that in a genuine and honest way so now you have to sit back and think like okay is my relationship with this person based on honesty or in transparency you know is this relationship based on honesty and transparency or is it based on you know bits and pieces things that just look and sound good When you focus on establishing a relationship um, that has strong emotional security, you have to go into it with the mindset that regardless of what you say or what you do, if you're on your best behavior or worst behavior, there's going to be consequences. If you're going to be honest or strategic, there's going to be consequences, And you can't map out, regardless of of how hard you try or how well you script someone's reaction in your head. Because I know a lot of us do that. We will have a conversation in our head and then go into the actual conversation. And the person deviates from the script that we have in our mind and it just fucks everything up. (laughs) Um, So you have to be in the mindset that regardless of what happens... This person is going to have a response or a a reaction. They're going to feel some type of way about something you say, do, or don't say or don't do. Um, And you have to be in the mindset that I would rather have a genuine reaction to being genuine. Whether it's you genuinely want to do something or don't want to do something or you say something or don't want to say something. Let that be what it is that's going to be the more healthy dynamic. If you say or do something and it causes that person to leave, you're closer to that person now than you were before you separated to that person because they separated on terms of honesty versus you were strategic and you may have withheld something or you blatantly lied uh, because you didn't want a certain reaction. The reaction may have still happened, but not to the honesty they're reacting to the dishonesty um or to you know the strategy it's a tricky minefield it is all in all just be honest it's better to live a life of honesty and not even just with other people you have to be honest with yourself first and foremost what kind of person are you what kind of person do you want to be do you have thoughts and habits that you'd actually like to change. And I know we're all a work in progress. I know we all have superficial things that may, that we may wanna change about ourselves, like you know our hair or our weight, things like that. But who you are on the outside is not the core of you. That is not your core makeup. What kind of character traits do you wanna display? Are you confident with the person that you are when you wake up or when you go to sleep at night? Did you make the best choices? Did you act in a way that best reflects who you truly are? What do you believe in? What do you stand for? Those are the type of questions that you, know, you have to ask yourself. And when you're establishing a good relationship with uh, sound emotional security with yourself, you have to be honest with yourself, and I've done this, and I've been working on this part specifically for a couple years, and I've made a list that w- that's what worked for me. It started off actually as a list that um, I use to kind of assess potential partners. What kind of traits was I looking for? Not like the superficial shit like, oh, they got to be this tall and they got to be this body weight, you know, well, like not, not that shit. What kind of person are they? Um, And over time, I started to flip that list internally, flip that scope internally. So yeah, I might be seeking these things in another person and this will make me feel good from another person. But what am I doing? What am I doing on this list? That'll make me feel good about myself. Do I have these qualities that I'm demanding of another person within myself? Am I holding myself accountable or to the same standard that I would another person that I'm trying to find with all these qualities on this list? And at that time, the answer was no. But it took me being honest with myself to really realize that no i'm not holding up my end of the bargain essentially and in order for me to find this person who has all these things on my list or majority of the things on my list i have to have these things within myself so i can genuinely attract these things um if that's what i still wanted to do at the end of doing all my growth and work and progress um if i wanted to attract this person I had, to, I had to mirror that. I had to reflect these things as well so that I can recognize it at least when it comes. And even if I, if I don't want it, I can, again, still recognize it when it gets here. But hell, by the time I finish doing all the things on that list, because I'm still working on the list, I may not even want that kind of person anymore. But it's a good place to start. And I'm not saying, oh, all of you have to go out and make a list. But you have to be honest with yourself establishing that emotional security means you have to set boundaries you have to set expectations you have to do the work it's not just going to be you know oh I want these things now somebody else has to provide it you have to provide it for yourself so that you know what it looks like you have to practice it so that when you see somebody who is not giving you those aspects of emotional security you can either find them within yourself or you can check that person and say, hey, this is not how I want or deserve to be treated. This is not what I need. And it may be easier for you to break away or teach that person how to engage with you. Because you have to teach people how to treat you. Um, and if they're not willing to do that, you at least have the strength and you have the confidence and the love and support of yourself to break away. But that's, you know crossing into a different territory so i'm not gonna rant on that for too long the long and short is when it comes to establishing emotional security it starts with you it absolutely starts with you you have to be honest with yourself about who you are who you want to be which direction in life you actually want to go in. And I don't don't mean in the sense of like, oh, I have to go to this school or get this job or, you know, have this career. Because those things, from a spiritual standpoint, doesn't really matter. Um, You have to look within. It's all about connecting more to your soul and doing what's right. So when you engage and you really start to develop this relationship with yourself to improve your emotional security being honest goes very deep and by that I mean like when you're sad really admit that with your you know to yourself be sad Whatever being sad looks like for you, if it means crying, if it means, you know, listening to some sad songs so you can genuinely connect with those feelings, figure out why you're sad or why you're hurt, being honest and allowing yourself the space to be soft. I don't necessarily like that word, but you kind of have to be, you don't know, like putting up a front as if things don't bother you or being hard all the time does not really get you anywhere in life you have to take that armor off and allow yourself to to be sad or be angry or you know whatever the feeling is allow yourself to be that in a genuine space in a healthy and constructive space if you need time to separate yourselves from people to reflect on your feelings or how something may have affected you or if you need to go down that rabbit hole of thoughts pertaining to a certain circumstance do that you have to in order for you to feel comfortable expressing yourself and having that emotional security with other people you have to establish it with yourself you have to be comfortable enough with yourself to say I'm not okay it's okay to not be okay just don't get stuck That's where a lot of people start to develop those problems is when they get stuck with not being okay. Things do change. Things do get better. You do progress. You come out on the other side of these situations, but you have to be honest with yourself in the exact moment and say, I'm not okay. That's how you start to turn those wheels and really open that door when it comes to having emotional security. When you can sit with your emotions and genuinely identify them or say, oh, this is the source. This is what caused me to feel this way. Um, and and really come to terms and say, I'm not okay. This really bothered me. This upset me. I know everybody's big thing is just, oh, I'm unbothered. Oh, I, you know, take it on a chin. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. It's okay for shit to affect you. Because if you didn't, you'd be heartless and you wouldn't love yourself or other people if if you didn't feel things like that's kind of the core of who we are allow yourself to feel be genuine, be honest and actually set aside time to heal from the things that bother you too that's how you establish good healthy, positive emotional security you allow yourself the space to feel if you're hurt, be hurt it's okay, it'll get better but you pick yourself up you dust yourself off let yourself know it's gonna be okay do something that makes you feel good in turn and come up with ways to process that if that means that you have to now go to the person who upset you after you've taken time to process and be honest with yourself extend that honesty to that person i also live by the philosophy that i can't fix what i don't know is broken if you extend that same mindset to other people And if they actually care about you and, you know, give a fuck about the relationship, they will do whatever they need to do to correct their mistake. Because they may not have even known that they hurt you. And if they did, they may not have known how deeply it affected you until you tell them. So if it's a matter of an apology or you guys need to sit down and discuss healthier boundaries, or if y'all just need to walk away from each other, you're now in a better space and granted, it may still hurt. To have to rehash those feelings and express yourself to that person, or it may hurt if it results in you guys walking away from each other. But you're in a better space. You're honoring yourself and your relationship of emotional security with yourself by being honest and no longer letting that behavior or that mindset persist in your life. You're doing yourself more of a service by ending that negative engagement and holding on to it or saying nothing or being strategic because you may have history with this person or you just want to keep them around so you guys have homework your homework this week for me is to focus on being kinder to yourself being more honest with yourself about how you feel and practice it it's a process it's a practice it takes time but get used to and get comfortable with the idea of sitting down with yourselves and really figuring out, are you okay in this moment? And if you are, great, spread that joy to somebody else and maybe they'll be okay for the day. But if not, be honest with yourself, be soft with yourself and be patient. A lot of us try to rush our feelings because we don't want to deal with them. And we'll just say, oh no, it's, it happened, but I'm fine. If you're not fine, it's okay to not be. Give yourself that patience, give yourself that time, but also give yourself that love. Do something that makes you happy. So I want you guys to each do one thing this week that genuinely makes you happy. If it's just sitting outside or going for a walk, if you smoke, have a drink, spend time with, you know, kids or with family, friends, whatever, do at least one thing this week that makes you guys happy. And remember to take the time to be gentle and be kind with yourselves. As always, you guys are great. You are loved. You are valued. And I will see you guys next week in the next episode. Have a good one.